For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a Fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence and I've got my man Grado beside me as ever. How you doing, Grado? You sent it, mate. You alright? I'm brilliant. And let me say something. When the cat is away, the mice will play. Because Big John, producer John, is not here. He's not here this week. Uh, what's happening, Ryan? Ryan's in. How's it going? You's alright? I were good. It's interesting because Ryan asked John whether he should uh, be visible on the video version of this, right? And John said, nah, you don't need to be visible. The fucking John's visible on it every week. So what's he playing it there? At it. He's at it. This reminds me, I was watching a Donald Trump documentary and apparently that when Donald Trump seen Steve Bannon on the front of Time magazine, he just had to go. He just had to fire him. So it's a bit like that. He doesn't, John doesn't want to see Ryan on screen. He doesn't want him getting over and John being left out. So <laughs> John is power hungry. John, is, John wants to be the most dominant female in the WWE. That's what he's... <laughs> Remember he used to talk about it all the time, the most dominant female. Uh, Stephanie McMahon used to say it all the time, I'm the most Aye. dominant female in the WWE, and then other people would say, and that's what John wants to be. But Ryan's in making his claim here. We might just keep Ryan on. Aye. We might just keep him on. He does, re- he does fit with that. He doesn't fit with that for his last week. He's, he's not bad, so yes. Who's your favourite wrestler, Ryan? Oh, it's got to be, I don't know, it's Dallas, got to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, Dallas? No, no, Bo Dallas. No, Stone, it's 316. Did you, were you in Dallas for WrestleMania that year? Aye, that's where I bought it. Get in there. Is that no, I thought it was a Mark Dallas t-shirt and an well, ICW Mark Dallas t-shirt. F- funny story, um, I met James Storm uh, before the, the Hydro show, I think it was last year or the year before, and he seen, I had the t-shirt on and he's at Dallas making his own merch now, aye. Because <laughs> he's seen the t-shirt. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, all right, well, let's go on with our show because there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, but that's the first thing we need to talk about. Hey, this is breaking news. This just happened today. Uh, there's somebody on this show has been nominated for a Scottish BAFTA, and I'll give you a clue. It's no Ryan, and it isn't Rab. It's got to be the one and only Mr. Grado himself. Yes, Test Drive has been nominated for a Scottish BAFTA. Really surprised. Well, I don't know if I'm surprised. I mean, they've got to fill it up with some stuff, and they've got to, they've got to make the. What are you up against? You're up against a show I've never heard of, and. Uh, these wee tiny wee interview things that were like just wee short interviews 
You're going to win this, mate. You're winning this. Surely, I mean, in game show's name, I should win this. Come on. It's a time where we're needing some... The good game shows are by, right? I think there's the game show era is a bit like the attitude era. Do you know what I mean? Aye. We're in a kind of... We're in a rut right now. So you want the game shows today well. You know what I mean? You come on test drive and you win a whopping £500. What about that, guys? I mean, that's beautiful. And it? And, you, and it's easy. You just need to know the answers and you need to drive. Um, as I say, I'll, be, I'll go into... Te- don't get me wrong, mate. I'll go into Tesco's and somebody will go, <laughs> who was that shite you were on a telly last night, man? That's one lot of push. But then I'll get to the checkouts and then a family will go, hi, we're a family and we love getting together, sitting around the TV and answering the questions on test drive. You're well, doing a novice job. So I want to all those people. There you go, mate. Well, let me put this to you, right? Is Test Drive coming back? Well, see what happened, right? The producers of Test Drive were giving it, this is it, man, we're going to get 10 series at this. This is going to, it's going to be on, at one point they told me it was going to be on BBC Two and all this, apparently BBC Two were going to air it, right? Mm-hmm. But then they they ended up winning the rights to The Masked Singer. Oh, and so then they just, dra- just dropped it. Fucking mega dropped me, man. Well, this might change their mind, mate, when you win this BAFTA. One more question. Do you get a plus one to the BAFTAs? What, sitting in the house on fucking Zoom? Oh, right enough. So, I well, know, mate. Why don't you get Barrymore to come on and watch it with you on Zoom? <laughs> and the mate, name of game shows? That would be good. That would give him, so I would give him the Zoom ID and all, just tell him to log in to tell me change his name to Credo and then fuck. Imagine just Michael Barrymore accepted it on my behalf and just. Dear, mate, dear. <laughs> dear, mate, that would be amazing. Get Barrymore to accept it when you won and get oh, him to that. sing and all that. Say to him, you're allowed to sing a song when you win and all that. It'd be brilliant, I, man. I tell him just to pretend he's me, but. <laughs> what are you drinking? What? Drink, what are you drinking? It's, it's just juice, mate, but it's in, it's in a kind of fancy hard rock cafe class. It's like it's in a, a fucking vase. It's like you're, a kind of... You're drinking, you pull, you've just pulled some fucking dandelions out of that vase and you're just drinking the water that's left. Right, it's, it? a, it's a hard rock cafe, Rob. I've had one in the, I've had one for Amsterdam, Nashville, Charmel Shake. Uh, oh, where you go? I'm having a red wine here, mate. All right. You mad yet? Mate, I'm not mad with it. Don't, I'm never mad with it. I've got 10 wins. Right. Hey, hold so, on. You're, have you, are you all right with the drink? Because you know, you've got a drink on the show. I mean, I done it once and I started talking about getting Alfred Dixie Carter and all that. And I thought, never again, man. Made a right ass Best myself. episode we ever did. Best episode true, we ever did. True. Um, what do you mean I'm all right with the drink? What does that mean? That seems like you've got a brandy in your horn. An and... intervention happening here. I'm right. fine, mate. I have a civilized glass of wine in the evening after a hard day of parenting. Mate, don't you worry about me. Right. This is a wrestling show. Now I feel like I've moved on for that really quickly as if I was getting defensive there. You know what I mean? It, it was, it was just like... Defensive. Don't you talk... Let's move on. <laughs> uh, I have no... Listen, I've got no problem with the fucking booze, mate. I can okay, I can drink as much. Fuck, I can stop whenever I want, mate. I can stop whenever I want. Right, it's, it's no my fucking drinking problem. is. can't get fucking enough of it, mate. That's my <laughs> drink problem. Right, so let's see what the punters... I mean, because it is a wrestling show, isn't it? It is a wrestling show, but we have to admit that, uh, or we have to at least mention that, um, Rob, you probably didn't have a good day on Saturday. That's all I'm going to say, because you do. I know you like to just tease me about the fact, but I'm just going to say, I'm going to say nothing about it. I'm going to be the bigger man, mate. All right, okay, what are the losses saying this week? Look, the 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 the, the best team won. That's all I'm going to say, right? Best team won. That's all it takes. Nothing more to say. Uh, nothing more to say. You think I'm going to follow up with some kind of wee thing, mate? I'm going to say it. So let's see what the punters are saying. Um, 
No, we were trying to get we want to get male women listening to this show because why would they know listening to this? It's brilliant. Uh, but Steph has been in touch. She says, she's another girl over here that listens to the podcast every week and I've been a patron for months. No fucking interest in wrestling since I was 13, 20 years ago. So she's 33, 33 years old. She's 33, seven years away from 40. But yous are funny as fuck and it's become a Friday night ritual. What about that? Well, I love this. This is a great message. I love hearing people that, don't have any interest in wrestling now, but they like to come on and, and listen to us talk shit about wrestling. That's exactly that's a great message, Rob. Steph has came on as this young, well, youngish woman has came on, approaching forty, right? But she is, you know, she's a, she's a big fan of the show because she just likes the part. She likes hearing us bantering and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That, that's great for a woman in her years to be like into that kind of stuff for young team and that. You know what I mean? That's honestly that's that's. That's a great message to receive. Thanks very much, Steph. I thought she would maybe be abroad there, where she says, another girl over here. But she's she just meaning mean, over here where she is. Right. She's not here with us. She's, she's, known, she's known New Zealand or fucking Cyprus. Um, so I'm only joking about your age, by the way. You're young. I'm, I'm the one that's old. I was just thinking about that day. I'm 43 years old, right? And I was, I was thinking about Mr. Perfect died when he was 44 years old. I was thinking if I can live another year, then I'm going to be, I'm going to live longer than Mr. Perfect ever lived. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to have lived four years longer than Ravishing Rick Rude lived. Ravishing oh, Rick Rude died is, when he was 40. That's scary. Um, I mean, I, I always just think to myself, I'm four years older than Amy Winehouse would have been. She died when she was 28. And I yeah, was kind of terrible. And Kurt Cobain, an old man. And Bob, Jesus, is it Bob Marley. Jesus, 33 uh, he was when he died. Elvis, Jesus, 42. Fucking Elvis man. was 42, man. I'm, I'm older than Elvis. Ah, that's mental. He was oh. in Presswick. You know that? Yeah. Did you know he was in Presswick one night? I didn't know that. I did. I came, in, he came down and touched down and then kind of, I don't know what it was for. It was some military thing, but they did rip the arse out. At, at he was just at the airport. He was just at the airport briefly, wasn't he? Where are you, Fay? Ryan, are you Fay or no? No, I'm Fay Clyde Bank. Oh, yes, cool. man. Whereabouts in Clyde Bank, you Fay? Uh, Park Hall, to be precise. Park Hall. Park well, shout out to all the listeners in Park Hall. What age are you again, Ryan? 27. 27? Yeah, yeah. Nearly as old as Amy Winehouse was. I know, I'm getting there. I'm approaching it. You're getting there. You're approaching the Winehouse. <laughs> right, uh, we were talking about Kenny Miller appearing in Glasgow at a WWE house show. Uh, Nathan got in touch and says he went to a WWE live show at Newcastle Arena years ago and they brought out Jermaine Defoe as a special guest timekeeper. I'm not sure what the WWE were thinking as he just scored the winning goal for Sunderland the previous weekend in the Time Weird Derby. So naturally we all booed the shit out of him and he couldn't have had more heat. They knew what they were doing, man. Uh, they're no they knew. They're no daft. They know. They know what they're up to that lot. And I was doing all day. I can stop any time, boys. Callum said, "Mind when Robocop kept coming into WCW, always made me chuckle." That was a great time when Robocop was in uh, WCW. Remember? No, see, I only know YouTube videos of this because uh, this was what, what was this ninety three, ninety four type idea. Aye. I don't really have much knowledge. Yet. What was the actual deal, mate? Rab, tell me. I think it was, it was promoting maybe Robocop 3, maybe. Right. Um, and Robocop was just turned up. And I think he was like some kind of... He came and he broke. Somebody was... Who was locked up? Maybe Sting was locked up in a, in a wee cage to keep him fit. And Robocop came and pulled the door off. So that it was, you know, typical. Did he wrestle? No, he never wrestled. He just kind of got involved. He got involved, though. Uh, Paul said, Kerry known for weird appearances in UK house shows. Here's some photos I took in Aberdeen, April 18, 2009. When the Honey Monster made an appearance at a house show, his entrance music was shoot to thrill by ACDC. 
do you know what? I looked at the plan for that, right? This isn't any good for a podcast, but I looked at the plan for the day's show and totally remember I was at the Glasgow that one of this and I actually bumped into the Honey Monster and got a fucking selfie with the big one. But there we go. Look, can you oh see God, it? So you there we go, hold on. Here's me and my mate Woogie. We picture we the Honey Monster. So Yep, I actually managed to meet the big man himself. Well, you might have seen the size of his horns. Oh, horns like big shovels. Become a patron if you want to see that iconic picture of Grado with a honey monster. Uh, also, Scott shared a clip for the big breakfast for the 1990s. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage appeared on the big breakfast with Martin McCutcheon, Zoe Ball and Joe Mangle while a brass band played and they conducted it. Um, Lily Savage was also there, I believe. Um, and you can see that clip right now on the Wrestling Daft Twitter. If you go did, you, did you watch it, Rob? Sorry, I'm buttoning. Did Aye. you watch it? Me. Can I just, just watch it? Is it long? Because I've not watched it yet. No, it's no long. Just it's worth you watching it. I um, it's, it's, um, it's, I can't believe you can't believe a show like that was on telly. You know what I mean? First thing in the morning, man. Um, last week, Louise suggested we find out about your wrestling dreams after she had one <laughs> about <laughs> being chased by <laughs> chased uh, by Braun Strowman. Was it nowhere chair? Was it no the Big Show or Bram? Was it? Oh, no it was the, Bram. Was it Bram? Bram chased her. Now she she wrestled the Big Show, but she got chased. By Bram with a steel chair, was that not? Right. Jason says, I had it was a, a backstage dream. segment, the, the stuff with Bram. <laughs> Jason says, I had a dream that me and HBK were in a mad junkie gaff up the high flat somewhere, smoking roll ups. He was sound. I wasn't a massive fan of him before, but after that weird dream, he became a favourite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Andrew says, I once had a dream that Hollywood Hogan signed for Darby County. <laughs> Jim Smith held a press conference and told journalists, I think this is a sign and it's going to secure our premiership safety. Then Kane came out, but his mask went all the way around his head like Sin Cara. <laughs> Craig great. says, I had a dream that I saw Kane working in B&Q, mask and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Percy Sledgehammer says... <laughs> Is I dreamt I get passed through the nation of domination like a joint, and I loved every goddamn second of it. <laughs> oh, that's superb, man! That's fucking superb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pablo's vault of horror was late to the COVID puns carry on that we were doing last week, but he's given us a wee list here. All right, the Coffquistadors, <sighs> Mister Mr. Perspex. Val oh, that's Vi- actually no bad. Well, no, it's not really bad. No, we hear this one. Val virus. <laughs> oh, what? Why did we not think about that? And hack true. I think hack- we did have hack true last did week. We have hack true. We've had hack true. Well, this week, Grado wanted to hear your Halloween wrestling puns, despite the fact we're a week early. Um, so, West to get in touch with <laughs> CM Pumpkin. Hi. All right. Scottish Wrestling Network getting and got in touch with Spooky C3. Yeah. Haunter. <laughs> Haunter Hearse Helmsley. Love it. Gully Ray. <laughs> and Mustafa Ah Lee. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Why are we doing these puns? This is just tragic. Ah, no, this is this is this is good. I've got another one, two, three, four, five, six. So Oh my god. Graham, Graham says Bray Why it it. Gray Bray Why it. Alright, okay. Jamie says Drew Gulloway and mm-hmm. Spook Dudley. Aye, no bad. Um, Stu Bro says Sonia Devil Devil <laughs> Ross in Isolation says The American Frightmare Cody Rhodes Don't like that one I must admit Ross You're probably a nice guy But I don't think it was worth submitting that one Right keep it heed 
Right, okay. Mick sorry. says Cauldron Simmons. That's good. And David says <laughs> Apple Bobbing the Brain Heenan. Gijos Grado Gijos. So Mings are Booker T. Excellent. Corey Graves. Oh, nice. Ron Chillings. Oh, very nice. Harley Face Paint. Isn't that what it is? <laughs> Terrific. And Jim Hellwig. You could have that anywhere you want, couldn't you? You could have, oh, you is could it have. the hell or is it the wig? Because you wear wigs at Halloween. Right. So, actually, well, that... I think, I, I like this part of the show, man. And I was just thinking, when I was trying to get um, puns for, for COVID, I was looking about and I seen Matt Seidel and I went, Matt Seidel. And that's a curry in it. Dal, Dal's yep. a curry. So I think next week, I want people to provide curries, curry-related wrestling puns. Can you think of any? Any after tap your head? I know that's um, the only one I can think of. Matt, Vi- Matt Seidal. Undertaker. See what I mean? This is good. Right. Next week, that's what we're wanting. We're wanting curry-related ones for the curry season coming in. And if you want to get, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling-related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling, the no having pineapple and pizzas to having pineapple and pizzas. I love having pineapple and pizzas, by the way. As do I. There's no many things I don't like putting in a pizza. So. Right. Anything can go in a pizza as Great. far as I'm concerned. What you want to bury and what you want to put over this week, Grado? Uh, I've no software calls, so I'm just going to leave that to you, man. Well, I want to talk again about uh, The Fiend. Right. I want to talk. So this week we had The Fiend... And uh, we had a uh, what's on them? A pal, him that I said, how about I said they, they go well together just for the sake of impressing you? I think, and I because I, I thought you were going to say they were good together, but then Alexa, made an asset, and you were like, Why? Alexa, why did you Bliss. like that? Her name's on right you in my head there, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Ryan. See, there you go. John would have been stuck. John would have been who I don't know who I'm actually, I, I'm cheating to be fair. She's on the telly right now as we speak. She's on the telly right now. What I, channel? She doing? No, it's, no, it's a, it's a repeats. It's a repeats. All oh, right, yeah, you watching, watching the right? one show or something? I like So you're um, actually, he's actually watching wrestling while it's on. John's no doing that. John's like having his dinner and all that, and he's like, doing fuck knows what. But uh, the fiend and Alexa Bliss, I just, I just think it's, I just think it's kind of tragic. I think they're doing well with what what they're trying to do here, but it just feels old fashioned, man. It feels old-fashioned if they're trying to do a kind of Joker and Harley Quinn thing. It's like, it's that, day, that day is past, man. That day is past to do that. because it's for Halloween, no? I don't know. I mean, Alexa Bliss is doing pretty well with what she's been given today, but I just think it's just... So I'm burying that again. I'm just I'm just, just not liking it. It's just like two kind of gothic folk then, isn't it? Aye? They did this interesting thing where um, Retribution were jumping in to battle them. They, were, they, they did a run-in to attack the two of them, and The Fiend and Alexa Bliss just stood there, completely right. like statues, didn't even react to them running in. I like that, so I'm going to put that over. I like that moment, but the, the trouble that I've got in my head just now is I just don't feel like, again, I'm going to come back to what I said last week. What What's the match we want to see? What is the match we want to see? You know what I mean? I've just voted it. I've just voted it. What? <clears throat> Alexa Bliss and... Uh... The fiend apart on Sunday. Lights go out. Lights come on. It's abyss. 
Oh my god. No, that would be exciting, mate. Wouldn't it? Imagine that. Abyss. Particularly if he, if he brought his mate with him. Rosemary or Crazy Steve? Oh, you mean me? You, mate. <laughs> Imagine that. You, mate. No. Although I have been tagged, I must admit, I've been tagged in this for the last two days. The El Gran Gordo stuff. <laughs> what is that? Have you not seen this? No. I'm the one. What is it? What I, I don't even know exactly what it is, but it's Otis and a mask. And everybody's oh, just saying right, so right. old arg and all this, everybody's saying it. So. Oh, aye, true, true, true. I say well, everybody, but seven folk tweeted me, but you know what I mean? The only thing, the only thing that would make me feel better, because this is the thing that I'm just worried about. I'm like, what match is this building to, right? Now, obviously, Carrion Cross is injured now, right? But if, for example, they were building towards something like, um, you know, The Fiend and Alexa Bliss against Carrion Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux, kind of thing, you hang yourself. That could be something that's worth. But I just kind of think there isn't there isn't anything there for you to kind of get excited about at the minute. Just like there's just not enough to hear. Anyway, let's see what the punters are saying. Scott Kirkwood wants to put over the New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura, and Cody versus Orange Cassidy. He wants. He doesn't elaborate why. He doesn't say why. He just you know he's just told us that he wants to put them over, hasn't he? Told us why that's the case. Please tell us why you want to put them over. And he wants to bury uh, Miro stroke Rusev. And AEW, his gimmick is shite, his hair is shite, and he's been stuck in a tag team. Was he still teaming with, um, what do you call him? The boy England? What do you call him, man? Kip Sabian. He, he, Kip Sabian, is he still uh, teaming, he's teaming with him? He's teaming with him. Right. And uh, they, their arcade machine gets smashed up, and they were really annoyed about it. Do you know, I think that's a wee bit different, because if this was times gone by, years gone by, somebody like him coming into a company like uh, AEW or TNA, they always kind of done the same kind of, killer gimmick where they just batter everybody on site. This is a wee bit different. And I know you like Rusev. But I do like no Rusev. Agree. And you love computer games. I know you should be right into this. I, do, I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with the gimmick, if I'm being honest. I think probably he's getting today, he's getting to express a wee bit more of his actual personality right. here in this. So I think people should just get, get time, get a chance. John McFarlane wants to put over Vice confirming Dark Side of the Ring Season 3. Oh, that would be good. I wonder oh. who they're going to cover. Also, the Sasha and Bailey promo for last week's Smack- SmackDown. Sasha and Bailey, obviously, is that whole thing, that angle they've got going on there, is probably the hottest thing I think in the WWE at the minute. Rob, did you did you uh, end up watching the Vice stuff, or are you still? I've not seen any of it, mate. Wow, man, that's incredible. I don't, mate, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see. I want to see the light side of wrestling. I, I want to make a documentary called The Light Side of Wrestling. That's just about just the gobbledygooker every week. That's what I would do. <laughs> Just do that, and and the time when just when Mean Gene danced and all that. People just came out at WrestleMania and all that kind of thing. Aye, all that kind, that kind of stuff. Um, all right. Uh, BC at Axe Bomberman wants to put on last week's SmackDown. Cody versus Cassidy, and having two pay per views this weekend. And wants to bury Raw. It was a poor pay per view go home show. It's interesting because people are really, 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 really liking Orange Cassidy at the minute. People are really no. There's just one thing I want to say about this, Grado. Right? I would say that wrestling fans, the majority of wrestling fans, are very anti Orange Cassidy, and he's very over. Right? Yeah. So you damn that's the that's a good another wee bit of evidence for us to question Jim Cornette's wisdom when it comes to what's right and what's wrong in professional wrestling nowadays. What are you want to me for? <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Because Cash. Orange Cassidy wouldn't get five minutes on a Jim Carnet wrestling program. No. He, would, he wouldn't get five minutes on it. And that guy is as over as you get. And everybody's wanting to work with him. You know what I mean? Well, mate, it, you know what it's like? It's the old timers. They don't, no matter how over you are, they're still going to have a beaner bonnet, but bonnet about how they work it's, it's, it's never ever going to change you know what I mean I'm sure there was a lot of people that were like what the fuck's this fat guy doing when I was doing my stuff a couple of years Nori ago they're never ever Nori going to Nori won the mate I don't want to fucking hear that well Jim Cornette did he did he thought I was fucking he remember I told you I did I not ask him for a, for a advice on a promo and he went through me and all this I mean Aye. I was loving it I was marking it I couldn't give a fuck but, but you, just, you're BAFTA nominated mate how many fucking BAFTAs has he been nominated for ah, you're right correct fuck fucking then uh, Doug Bag wants to put over Triple H singing Super Freak and wants to bury Triple H singing Super Freak. Willie Jakes, great name, wants to put over the Reigns Uso sen- segment at the end of SmackDown. Unreal how good those two are. Of course, I said earlier Sasha Banks and Bailey was the hottest thing. Maybe that's the hottest one. And wants to bury Raw. Just oh yeah. And finally, Spray Paint Scott wants to put over OTT's tribute video for Ryan Smile, who sadly passed away recently. I just want to say condolences to... Ryan's friends and family. He was a great guy. I only met him a number of times, and in fact, one of the times was at OTT, and he was really, really over there. But uh, horrible news for British wrestling last week. So you can get more wrestling daft at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We've set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. That's twice. Tier one, if you sign up, you're the Cruiserweight Champion, which is about four bucks a month. On that, you get the patron-only chat community, ad-free versions of all episodes, early access, you get random bonus content, the video version of the Marks podcast, and you get to vote on what you want to see featured on the list of Wrestling Daft and for the Marks Fantasy Booking Island. Tier 2, the Intercontinental Champion, which is $10 a month. You get everything in Tier 1 as well as the video version of the podcast each week. Bonus episode once a month up there now. You can see Rab on Wrestling. That episode's there along with the first two parts of the Grado. It's your, sto- it's your cell story and then the next week since Rab has recovered for two feet a special RF shoot video RF video shoot interview with Rab Florence plus this week brand new monthly show from the Marks the Dafties it's called as they argue over the best and worst wrestler the matches and the moments of the month and you can also join our Patreon pay-per-view parties <laughs> tier 3 World Heavyweight Champion which is $20 a month everything in the previous deals as well as a free wrestling daft t-shirt design of your choice you must sign up for a minimum of three months plus you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks or do a running on the show so if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft as we would love to welcome you to the roster now it's the part of the show where we invite you the listeners yous out there to do a running Come on the show, ask whatever you want. You may want to give us your thoughts on how to successfully book retribution. We'll just find out how long it took Rab to memorize the Chinese takeaway sketch for Burnleston. Took me a really long time. This week, let's welcome to the show the one and only Mr. Darren McCall. There he is. Hello there. Right, let's doing? get a big hold on, let's get a big shout out here for Darren McCall's look, by the way, because he <laughs> he's got a platinum hair. He's got a platinum hair, but he's got a dark moustache there. He's get, he's looking good, man. The jawline. I like the jawline, I know. That's I'll take jawline. Jawline, I like it. I, I call this the Cumberland Old heel look, boys. Aye. This is the... It's beautiful. You've got a black... What are you wearing there? What are you wearing? What's the one? Is that a sweater? It's just that it's exactly that. Uh, it's a black sweater. Yeah. He's wearing a black is sweater. It, is it oversized and... or is it just... Is it <laughs> it's a regular size, Gredo. What regular waist size, size are you, mate? What waist size are you? I usually wouldn't disclose this information, but... Uh, 30, 30. 
32, 32. I'm a bit really? welcome. 32, Aye. man. Fuck's sake. It's a long Surprise time since I've seen 32. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when was the last time you were in a 32 grade, though? I can tell you exactly when the last time I was in a 32. It was in uh, August 2010 before I went to New York because uh, I lost weight to go to New York. As soon as right. I come back, I made a contact and went up to 36 within a couple of weeks. But that's just, hey, you must no. have been a 32 when you were a lowlander, right? <laughs> <laughs> In a lowlander era. Well, you know, I could have been a 32 with what I used to do when I was a lowlander to slim myself down. I used to ski before I put my leotard on, I would wrap cellophane. Fucking hell. So it looked as if I had no belly. And I looked cracking, man, I'm telling you. Man, that's a good wee tip. So, Dan, how are you doing? You all right? How's that saying? How's the pandemic going for you, mate? I, I mean, so-so, is it? Just kind of... Oh, great. That's it. I, fantastic. Thanks for asking. Fucking tremendous, Well, you're man. the only uh, guy... I need to be honest. You're the only guy that I've really asked how the pandemic's gone. Right. And that's the, that's because almost everybody else we've had on the show in this run-in but hasn't seemed as mentally adjusted as you. You seem as if you're actually quite all right in the heat. So... Are you, are you, are you doing, you're doing all right? I'm doing no bad, aye. Uh, getting there, but uh, just try to keep yourself busy, innit? You know what I mean? Plenty of wrestling to watch, I suppose. Uh, you working out? You're you working out? Oh, dear fuck, are you joking? Come on now. Not Is a chance. You're just, not, you're just naturally quite slim. That's it, aye. Blessed with the jeans, I suppose, eh? What's the what's the deal with the, the, wee, the wee setup you've got with the mic? That looks quite professional, man. That's better than... Wait, <laughs> <laughs> having fit my daft, which pisses me off. It's uh, well, I do my own podcast, my own wrestling podcast with a few of my pals. So, uh, I mean, Mate, cheap what's it called? Get it, get it, cheap, cheap plug there, total non stop podcast. Uh, great title, total non stop podcast, CMP for short. So, I how, how long are the episodes, mate? Uh, episodes are about an hour, hour 20. An hour is hardly non stop, isn't it, mate? <laughs> do you know, it's funny. I actually work for a company in America. Uh, for quite a number of years. <laughs> it's very similar to that name. It was called Total Non-Stop Action. Did you ever catch, manage to catch the clips? Oh, I've caught a few clips. Uh, of course, of course. How can I forget that match with Abyss? I mean, come on. It's, uh, I've you just buried that. that on your fucking podcast? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're getting there eventually. So is it a TNA-related podcast? It, it started off that way. So we reviewed the first few shows and then... Listeners were kind of low, so we started to date AW as well as that. So, <laughs> well, I, how come you've not asked me to come on it? Well, I mean, why am I here? This is the runner, isn't it? I was going to okay. say, cut, I didn't even get entrance music when I came in, I was prepared. I was like, cut my music, there was name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Grado, are you going to go on his podcast? No, of course, I went, man. <laughs> That's it, and it's, uh, That'd be beautiful, that because then you could tell as many fucking TNA stories. That's as it. Well. It's made Please go on it and get them all your system, mate. Get I them, need an outlet. Tell them all. Oh, <laughs> mate. I hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, um, what else is going on, mate? What have you been enjoying wrestling wise lately? I mean, it's hard, isn't it, to try to get proper enjoy it because the no crowds and that. But uh, I watched the G One, which was a bit of a a slug felt you're in a relationship trying to fucking keep up with the thing, man. Aye. Aye. It's, it's a bit of commitment, isn't it? 100%. Aye. It's, 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 it's funny when you hear like a Scottish guy going on, I watched the G1. That's it. <laughs> you feel like, I watched the right. G1. Yeah, you, feel, yeah, you feel like I feel wank when you say it or not, man. They're like, what? What the fuck's a G1? Do you uh, have a girlfriend? Uh, I don't know. So yeah, hence the, hence the free time, man. Right, uh, right um, now, I think we have no, we've got a, a, a way now to get more women listeners in. 
Darren's on here. He's single. I think if, if there's any woman listening out there, you need to sign up to the Patreon to get a look at Darren. Um, get the video version, get a look at Darren. And we listen, maybe we should do some kind of dating thing to try and get Darren hooked up with somebody. Um, Aye, so that's a wrestle speed dates or something like that. Uh, let's that, let's that. do it, Aye. man. Wow, let's do it. Idea, if any <laughs> woman out there are single, they're going through the pandemic, right? And you've got a guy here who looks after himself, 32 waist, right? <laughs> uh, and he's doing his podcast and he's got all the right kit and all that and he's dressed well and he looks he looks clean, man. He looks like he's had a wash, which is now I can say for most of these run-ins, mm-hmm. right? And he's and he's here. And if you fan, if you fancy like just maybe having a chat with him or whatever, then just get in touch with us. We'll get we'll get him back on the show, and you can come on at the same time. And me and Grado will be there. We can be like chaperones for the date kind of thing. We date on the show. It'll be brilliant. I'm digging that. I'm feeling that. I put it out there, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you know how he looks a wee bit like Joe Hallett? Kinda. No. 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 The guy does Scott Squad in the No. What do you do for a real job? Uh, well, real job, I work part-time in insurance, but other than that, I'm an actor. I'll try to be an actor, obviously. Beautiful. But, uh, Beautiful. How fucking rude asking a guy what his real job is. He just told you he's a <laughs> podcaster, mate. What's your real job in New Grado? This? This is your fucking real job. Yeah. I don't know why I said real job. I don't even know that. But you're an <laughs> actor, mate. An actor, what, what have you been doing to, to pursue that dream so far? Uh, well, obviously, I went to college studying there, and then I've just been trying to build a showreel, a current stuff. For college? Yeah, I went to Langside. Ah, nice. That was where my niece Louise, that's where she studied acting. Nice. Um, where my mate Richard Rankin, he studied acting. He's in Orlando mm. now. Did Ian Connor know we there or not? Nah, Ian, Ian's not a fucking trained actor. Um, <laughs> sure, have, you seen, have, you, have, you seen shows? have you seen my shows? Uh, I thought Bob told me he went to college with Ian Connell or he was in some sort of drama was, group. It was just a wee youth drama group. It was like a wee youth drama group in <laughs> Springburn, man. It's, you know what I mean? It was a good drama group, but it wasn't, it wasn't like Langside, man. It wasn't. Did you get additions in that? Here and there, the old occasional adverts, but I just, uh, I was doing a pilot before all this kind of took shape, you know? So that's been kind of put in hold, but that was looking promising, but you never know, do you? But... But self-taping, have you been doing any self-taping for auditions or anything like that? Uh, no, really, during this. I've started, me and my mates have started doing sketches. So we've started a kind of another channel. No, another cheap plug here. I feel like Kid Fight. Come Fucking, on, get it, get it when absolutely go. everything here. But uh, that's called I'm Telling Mum. So that's a kind of comedy sketch show. We talk all the shite, a few game segments and stuff like that. So beautiful, I'm... beautiful. That's what I like to, to hear. Content creator. He's a oh, content creator. Oh, God, <laughs> So much content. Uh, but that's brilliant, Darren. And um, have you got? An, you should try and get an agent, mate. Aye, that's the goal, isn't it? Aye, hundred percent. Got the names done, not the emails, but it's just having the right stuff to show, you know. Aye, aye. Well, it's, 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 but that's the best thing, isn't it? Getting the show real together and getting a wee bit of content for stuff like that, isn't it? Pack aye. Everything there. Oh, I look, at st- I look at stuff I done a couple of years ago when I was just at high school, and I'm like, that is fucking terrible, by the way. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but hey, aye. Oh, we've got to start somewhere with that kind of carry on, haven't we? That's no, it, that's it, man. Exactly. I mean, it's, like, me, it's like me and my pals back in the day. We obviously we backyarded, and uh, my mate Big Dave, he had a, a, a brother that had his house when we were young, and we used to go to his back door and get the the mattress out and roll about it. But what we done was we done backstage segments and all, and it was superb. Mm-hmm. When I go back to it, I just think of my big my mate Big Dave. He was the Sandman. <laughs> And we did, and 
I don't know where I'm going with this actually. I'm talking a lot of shit, but it was called. I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful, great. No, but listen, it was called. It was called Impact Wrestling Federation. Funny enough, it's funny how it all turns out. Turns out in it, Impact Wrestling Federation. Circle life, mate. But do you know what I remember? What right, mate? It was this was probably 2001, and Booker T had just uh, debuted in WWF with a pair of white trunks. I remember my mom bought me these pants because I never wore boxers. I wore pants, (laughs) and I went, "They're just like fucking Booker T's trunks." So I, me- I just got this memory of me being at the back door up at the top end of Stevenson, the Swamp Arena, we called it, me rolling about with these big Y bumps. In the rock bomb. Should bring that back. Should bring that back, by the way. That'll get over. <laughs> <laughs> Need a fucking something anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say, Gredo, uh, my mate showed me one of your matches against, is it Madman Manson at Progress? Oh. And I'd never seen this before, and I was fucking howling. There was a bit where I was like, you better fucking pretend to blade. The next thing you know, you whip out a fucking sashi, a ketchup man, and sell it like a motherfucker, man. I loved that. Madman Manson was brilliant. You know, he he retired the year I started to get bookings everywhere else. It was annoying, because I loved working him, man. You ever seen any Madman Manson stuff, uh, Rab, no? I have, aye, but I I hadn't realised he'd retired. Aye, man, he retired in 2014, so he did. But that was, I think it was that for the bum bag championship. Ah, it was the, the bum bag against his boss and Ajah. Ah, that's aye. right, that's right. Aye. What the fuck start? I think that's on the internet. I think it's on YouTube. Ah, it is, it is. I think that's where we found it. Right, we can watch that, Rab, next week for a one to watch. Well, let's do that. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. Uh, so, what questions have you got, mate, or question? Right, so one for Grado is, uh, I think you just spoke about roughly before, but Grado, wrestlers washing their gear... Uh, I don't know how much you want to disclose here, because something I'm always curious about, especially watching the G1, cunts wearing the same gear. Mm-hmm. What's the smelliest wrestler you've kind of faced? What's the thing you're like, that is absolutely stinking. I know the, an- I know the answer to this. <laughs> 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 who do you think it is? Rob, I- I've got a fair idea who I think. I think, I think it is Vader. Vader? Mm, right. <laughs> Vader's mask fucking stank. It was putrid. It was putrid, but he didn't actually smell that bad himself no, because right. because here's the deal. Because he was like Vader backstage, right? He was just about to go, right? And he had like an Under Armour vest on and a pair of red trackies. So there was no like lycra. There was no spandex. Aye. And I always remember Graham Mackay going, like that. "What's your gear? Is <laughs> my gear?" He's like. Oh. Was your was your leotard not that? I've not got it. And honestly, Graham Mackay was fucking raging that he never had his gear with him. But that Why did probably he not have his gear with him. What? Why did he not have his gear? It's funny because he said that he had retired then that now and he was out of shape and he didn't want to wear his. Ah, uh, fair gear. enough. But, fair enough. But a month later, he wrestled Bram on TNA and he turned up with own. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mate, there's loads of folks gear that's fucking stinking. I tell you what. Probably the guy who had the smelliest gear, without a doubt, was Chris Travis. He was a great guy, honestly. He's one of the best boys to have in the locker room, but he was always good to get to get noised up. His gear was always just stinking, but as easy done, I must admit, sometimes I'll turn up and my gear's absolutely rotten because what you, you'll find yourself doing as you come back for going away, been away all weekend. What I usually used to do was just drive in the motor, forget all my gear, get in the house, fall asleep, and then that was me till like Friday, and I'd like that. Get to the motor and I'd open my bag and go, fuck, I've no cleaned these yep, yep. these man. So they're rotten. Because another thing I know, see if you see if you put some of the some of these leotards in the washing machine, 
or whatever. They just they, the colour off fades for it and it drips and it fucks the arm up. So what you need to use use is Febreze. Febreze and that doesn't do the that's not doesn't do the best job. You can I've I've hung it out in a line a few times and I for, forgot about it and the rains came at the stamp. My boots are fucking rotten. I must admit, I must be up there or not. I'm a, I'm a very hygienic guy. I'm a fucking. See when I, you're getting loads of bookings though, Grado. Could you not have a few different pairs of your fucking gear? Right, but it's like having a new pair of gutties in it. As soon as you wear the new pair of gutties, you want to wear the new pair of gutties all the time. You're not going to go back to your fucking sambas, are you? You want to wear your your brand spankles. It's a bit like that with the leotards. You know what Aye. I mean? Aye. Um, no, I can I can see how that happens if you're getting a lot of bookings and you've just you've just no washed your stuff. And it's but do they stink in different ways though? Like if you wrestle <laughs> guys, because because oh, there is that smell. I remember for, um, hanging about a lot at SWA and smelling people's gear and being like fucking. Sometimes even just when you're filming shows and mm-hmm. wrestling workers would go past you and you'd be like fucking hell, man. They were thinking, but it was Mate. like that sweat. It was like that kind of you know that bitter kind of sweat, stale thing. Me, but did, did anybody ever like smell a shite like asses? <laughs> I mean, I remember I wrestled a guy and fucking <laughs> before we were kind of going our stuff backstage, right? And I kept seeing kept seeing him slip into his trunks and touching his hormones, right? And I thought, I've got this one, that bastard, right? I'm going, I just, I was desperate to say, you better wash your boys before we get there. <laughs> but I didn't have the boys to say it. Anyway, wash his boys before you go. Do you know what I mean? Wash his horns. Well, he's buzzing his horns because before what I'm about to tell you, right? And of course, did he not get me in a headlock and start start it gouging my nose and start it gouging my fucking? Oh. He made a fish hook, and I'm telling you, you know that way, like it's when you when you smell your rain buzz, it's actually not that bad a smell in it, no. Yeah, it's a comforting it's, smell. You know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm bad for, I'm bad for, you know, touching the buzz. You're familiar with it. You're familiar with it. You're familiar with it, but see, when you smell that exact same smell of somebody else's fingers, it is. Putrid. I can see Ryan up there fucking boating and everything. I'm actually just thinking, I don't think you're going to get many women listening to the podcast. <laughs> 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 but I, but, but Rob, that's a good good point. It's like that. And because I, I remember the first ever wrestling show I went to, kind of British wrestling show 2002, the one that Drew made his debut. And I can always remember my mom going, I can smell their wrestles for here. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell them right you they were rotten man I don't know because when you see when you it must be it's, it's definitely a British wrestling thing and it's definitely the, the strawberry that some wrestlers are the fucking smell of there I do not get that I do not get that and it's you just know, it's actually strange. funny that it's, it's like that smell you used to get in the boys' changing room in school, mm-hmm. like ramped up to about a fucking thousand. Aye, it's like it's, that, like ramped up, and it's just, it's hard to describe it. It's fucking embarrassing, man, it is. But that's funny because, like, you actually know, sometimes the, the smell is that bad when you get into a British wrestling locker room. you see some folk and you'll you smell them and they smell good and you think, right, he's must, he must be good. <laughs> Do you know aye, what I mean? Aye, aye. You associate he's a professional. smelly with, like, bad. But even though Chris Travis was amazing... He did have honking gear. Some, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was times in, in TNA when folk would get it would get pulled up for the for their gear smelling and all. And it's just it is just really cause your own flights and they're in your bag. What the first thing you should do when you go back to the hotel room is hang it up and. Also, some it. people some people sweat just smells worse than other people sweat though, right? True, very true. Is it? Oh fuck aye, aye. <laughs> And some people just sweat more than other people do, you know, you know what I mean? And some people don't wipe their ass, and some people aye. do wipe their ass. Uh, fucking look at IRS, man. That guy sweats buckets when he was in the ring. Oh, like, aye, Literally, aye. literally yeah. a fucking waterfall, man. 
So, do you know what? That was a great question. I love that question. Was that a good answer? <laughs> was that a good answer? I don't know. Is that what you were looking for? Aye, I found out many things like clean gear makes you get over. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, yep. you know what I mean? Febreze. Mm-hmm. Febreze. is the one to choose, you know. But uh, Coat hanger, get a coat hanger so you can coat hang hanger. Aye, do that. <laughs> don't uh, wash your gear, do not wash your gear in the sink, the colour just runs. I had a quick question for Rab, if you're sound with it. Aye. Aye, just obviously a lot of pet peeves in wrestling. Just what's the kind of one wee pet peeve that does your head in? Like, for example, I hate seeing people look for the count when they're done. Like oh, watching I, the free count. Aye. I mean, this is... This is one a lot of fucking tag ropes, man. Like people that don't, people in tag matches that don't respect Aye. the 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 setup of a tag match just annoys me. It just kind of annoys me, and it's not as bad as it used to be. It's actually much much better now. But it mm. used to be a thing that really did my boxing all the time. And even then, I knew it was like this is a ridiculous thing to get annoyed at. But it was just an annoying thing back then. That's one. And what else? What else really annoys me? Just any time there's a backstage segment, and you think to yourself. The camera can he possibly be there? Like, for <laughs> why that camera is there? That does my boxing as well. Still does my boxing. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. Like recently, when Randy Orton did that thing where he went in with the night vision and all that kind of stuff, aye, aye. I was thinking to myself, there, what's going on? Who's filming this? Like, what is going on here? You know what I mean? Just things like that. Do my boxing still? You know what I mean? Well, you made yeah. a good point, Dan. The book um, wrestlers that look for the count. I hate aye. seeing. I hate seeing good guys. One, two, and they go to the referee. Three, three, three. When I think you're the good guy, you know what I, I mean. Like it's you. the bad guys that go. That was free. That was free. Yeah. It winds me up saying baby faces do that for some reason. Good no, point. that's fair, man. Absolutely. Aye. Good really? point, mate. Good. Well, point. thanks for answering my questions, man. No worries, mate. So listen, we may get you back on if we get any woman getting in touch about wanting <laughs> a, a live date on wrestling daft or guys. Be, are, you, are you interested in guys? I just fucking assumed that we should uh, sad, be uh, Sadly not. No. But, uh, right, don't, mean okay. to, don't mean to limit the pool here, you know. But I, I just made an assumption there. I'm just showing my age there, but just making an assumption. <laughs> no, right, that's fair. Okay then. Well, thanks a lot, mate, for coming on. Aye, thanks very much, guys. And uh, good luck with the podcast. And Grado, get in touch with Grado, and he'll he'll be on that. So a big thanks to Darren. They're very handsome, by the way. Very, very handsome, wasn't he, Grado? He was. He was spectacular looking good, man. He was very, 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 very. He would make. Sexy. He had the. He had the look where he would be a good manager in the wrestling game. Would you know? He had a look. Yeah, I think so. And he's got pal, not he's an actor. Thanks to Darren. We really liked having you on, looking at you. I can see and him. I can see him wanting to be a wrestler, as in. I've got a feeling he's, we're going to see him at wrestling school in the next couple of years. Do you know now? Oh, I think he's going to be an actor. I think he's going to be right. a big, big star. Yeah. I actually think I could see him um, being, I don't know if you've seen this show, Two Doors Down, right? Mm-hmm. But I could see him being, you know, James McAvoy's sister? Aye. I could see him being her new man. Aye, they would be suited, down. wouldn't they? Aye, I think that would be. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think if I've seen him in something, Maybe it'd be in the story of Grado, and I can imagine him being like or playing Glenn Dunbar. All right, my God, I think, the he, would, I think he could play Glenn. That would be beautiful. That would be absolutely brilliant. Is that not your name, Glenn Dunbar? No, I'm Grant, mate. All right, I've told you so far. All right, I'm sorry, Grant. Confused. Uh, just think, I, just think, hard man, Grant Mitchell, Grant Dunbar. Beautiful. Thanks to Darren. If you want to be on next week's run, and best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our world heavyweight champs get first dibs. Then it's IC champs, then it's a cruiserweight champs. So get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and get involved with our wonderful show. You just made the list! Every week, folks, we run down a chart of something wrestling related on our list. 
of Wrestling Daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We better know the any backslashes or fucking come and tan your jaw. This week, it was straight down the middle. Should we talk about the best wrestling gear in wrestling history or the worst wrestling gear in wrestling history? And of course, the loyal punters on our Patreon wanted to hear about the worst wrestling gear. So I'm going to give you my top three. This is a difficult one because there's a lot of very, very bad wrestling gear in the history of professional wrestling, right? So do not take this as a definitive list for me. I just want to hit you for, um, I'm just want to hit you with a few, right? For me, at number three, uh, it's somebody who always, I've get, you know, uh, he always looks like a nick to me. I don't think he's, he's ever worn anything that I thought was good gear. <laughs> uh, and he's had a long, like... he's had a long career and I think he's always looked a nick. And that is Chris Hero. Oh, really? Chris Hero <laughs> has always looked, um, his gears, his ring gear's always been terrible. And I've just never understood it. Um, obviously, he's a seasoned pro. Um, I'm almost thinking to myself now, when I, when I saw him, always Cassius Ono in, a, in, in NXT, and I saw him doing that run, and I thought, and he, and he still looked, I was like, what the fuck is he wearing now, man? <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's got to be a thing. It's got to be like he wants to look kind of like just a, a mess. I don't get it. Talented guy, but um, that's man number three. Very Do you know guy. what? I need to pull you up. This is hilarious, right? But see how when I first started training, mm-hmm. he was the guy, right? He was obviously the guy. And he had, he obviously, he wore his Chris Hero Superman t-shirt and he wore like... Um, I don't Terrible. know if there's a name from the baggy trackies, right? But then he ended up getting them done for real, right? He got a, a, a real gear maker to make a new kind of look. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, man, I fucking loved it, right? I'm going to send you it in the chat the now. Right. It was the blue... I mean, I used to um, try and rip this off all the time. Me, I, mate, and... I could be wrong. I could have missed something, but... I no, I still thought. don't think you'll like it. But it was that in there. It was, it was sort of different because it was like the, the tight lycra kind of, how would you say, like sleeveless top style with like baggy pleather white pants. Mate, and it's fucking shit Mate, I'm looking <laughs> at it in the It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Yanks are. Ryan, can you see this? I can, can see you? it, aye. It's aye. fucking <laughs> terrible. Aye, aye, that's rotten. We need <laughs> to, can you, I mean, because I've even wanted to look at this. I'm just showing it on the camera now. Fucking look at this day. This come on now. The guy just always looked like some fucking trainee that's getting his first match. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's just desperate stuff. Now my number two is he's always looked like a difficult one for me because I, I, I genuinely think this is one of the best wrestlers of all time. But I've never loved his look. Sometimes I feel these look works, but sometimes I look at them and I kind of go, you look like a big six-year-old boy. <laughs> Who am I talking about? John Cena. Fucking John Cena. Oh, what? John Cena. I just, his gear sometimes, because this guy, I just, what I wish is that over the past maybe six, seven years or something, he, he adapted his look or changed his look in a bit, because see the shorts and stuff like that, just at his age and stuff, I just kind of feel... It's it's just odd to me. It lands. Well, my wife, for example, is always going like she would watch um, Total Divas, right? And she would see John Cena and all that way, um, way uh, Nikki Bella and all that, uh, right? And she would always be saying, "He's fucking." I just couldn't. 
go out with a guy that was cutting about with that gear on like a big fucking like he was a ten year old. Like it's, cutting about looking like a ten year old boy. And I kinda get that. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's somebody that's no into the wrestling, kinda just looking at it through the outside and going, and he's such a he's one of the greatest of all time, you know what I mean? And I just wish latterly he'd kinda adapted his look a wee bit. I've just I've just always had that thing. So he's on the list just purely because he's by no means does he get the worst wrestling gear of all time. But well, he's no goat wrestling gear. But it's the gear that niggles me. It's the gear that kind of makes me go, oh, John, I wish you would just, just gaze a wee, just adapt that wee bit. Like, you know, I don't know what, but just something. You know what I mean? I'm a number one. It's very conflicted here because, because um, there was another guy who I felt always looked like a bit of a nick, and that was Conan, right? And right. for a while, I had Conan up there on my list. For Max Moon or just Conan? Oh, listen, Max Moon and also when he was in WCW as Conan and stuff like that. And, and mm-hmm. just just various things. But then then I remembered fucking Glacier. Then I remembered Glacier at WCW. And I thought to myself, it's got to be, it's got to be Glacier. Because what's beautiful about that is it's an attempt to make a kind of Mortal Kombat looking guy. And it's because there's been so much effort put behind it and it looks fucking terrible, man. It looks like a guy dressing up for his Halloween. It's dreadful. Glacier is my number one worst. Uh, but there was other guys I could have put in there. I could have put Midian in there. I always used to look at Midian and be like, what the fuck is this guy, man? You know what I mean? I could have put... I mean, no, everybody... And there's a lot of tag teams as well. The Rockers, the way the Rockers look, I don't like the way the Rockers look. Um... No, everybody can have like Lowlanders had a good look about them, <laughs> and no, everybody has that look. And let's see what was my most cycling shorts. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Was That's it? what I used. That was my most cycling shorts. I I, I realised I didn't have gear, so I asked for cycling shorts. Oh, but anyway, beautiful. By the way, can I also say that I didn't really like MVP's gear to start off with. I always oh. thought that, that always weirded me out the scuba diving. Yeah, yeah. aye, aye. But like he made it work, didn't he? He kind he of made it work. work. It, he, he made it his own. And also, I think it looks pretty cool with the sleeves cut as well. Did I ever tell you, have I told you at the time when Dennis Stamp wore what he wore when he, when he wrestled with us? No. No. <laughs> so, Dennis Stamp hadn't literally wrestled since 1991. He was booked and he was a six-man tag. First time wrestling in 30 years. Like, pure soul, man. And we were at Gunner and stuff. And I was like, eh, Dennis, what you got, what you got for gear? <laughs> right? And he pulled out. Um, a coat hanger where I had a Hawaiian shirt, right? And a pair of blue denim jeans and with these high-tech trainers. And I thought, you can't go dress like that, man. He's like, I've got nothing else, I've got nothing else. So I was like, right, here, wear this. So I gave him my, my Gredo leotard, right? And I wore right. something else. But he still wore the jeans. He was too fit to get his legs out. So he had the denim jeans on, a pair of white fucking high-techs, and my Gredo singlet with the top and the jeans all the way up, man. Oh it was a sin, but it was fucking funny. That's a shame. Well, let's see what the punters are saying. Porcho says the new foundation high energies gear was Shan. Always mm. reminded me I received by the bell opening credits. <laughs> so that's, that's funny. Warlord also looked like he'd been given five minutes in being cute to fashion an outfit. <laughs> um, BC says Conan. We oh, fucking hell. Conan is Max Moon. He knew it was that shite. He said fuck this and WWF gave it to a random guy. The suit fit. Um, Halloween says Ahmed Johnson at the 98 Rumble was a mishmash of anything you'd find in his bag a swimming cap Robbie Fowler nose plaster earrings small red tights with his arse suit bandages over <laughs> his legs and different colour knee and thigh pads he was released a month later <laughs> why did he wear the knee pads up to his thighs that was blew my mind that was mental Richie Lowe says when the warrior came out at SummerSlam dressed like a Sunday roast <laughs> um, Chris says it's got to be at Mantua I mean what the fuck 
I don't know. I it's quite like cute, isn't it? Aye, quite cute. I know it's quite cute, actually. And Kyle <laughs> says, it has to be cat house gold dust. Cat house gold dust. <laughs> Still can't believe he contemplated getting a boob job for the role. <laughs> Fuck's that does look like a cat house suit. That's brilliant. That's right. So there you go. That's a whole bunch of terrible clothes. The clothes are very good now. I'm just like you in a wee hang me here. What's happening here? Can you see that? Okay. On the video, you'll be able to see there's a mannequin standing over there. There's an island board. There's an island. Yep. And that's because my wife, Jen Celine, is uh, making new entrance gear for Isla Dawn NXT. Really? That's cool, man. Can she work well? Is she good with like her? Can she? Well, she's no, no, she's making entrance gear, so she's making like. Uh, can I tell you what she's? Can right. I tell you what she's making? But but she's made um she's made Isla Dawn stuff before, uh, her big coats and stuff like that. Like she ever made you anything to wear? Because I know you like wearing funky stuff. She has. She made my stuff for um clothes that I wore in the state yet. um and she's made me clays hoodies and stuff like. That. She can just my wife can just go into a room, and then come out and she get like a pair of trousers. That's or, amazing. Like, man. A tap or what? It's unbelievable. I don't know how they do it. Don't know how they date these designers. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. But she's absolutely brilliant at it. And and the thing she's made. I think she's making for Isla Dawn, the new. It's, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I have no idea how, how does she do it? It's beautiful. And oh, also, Isla Dawn, remember, Isla Dawn, my niece, remember? Uh, fantastic NXT UK talent. Uh, so I'll look out for her. And I'll look out for more from her. Um, down the line. So, uh, so thanks for your input there, everybody. Uh, let's move on with the show. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. I'm telling you, it's so handy. I used ExpressVPN on the beach in Florida. Uh, I was sitting there with Eugene Nick Dinsmore during a TNA tapings, and it was my debut as Buster on River City. And what I'd done was I used ExpressVPN to hook up to BBC iPlayer, and I managed to catch a groundbreaking uh, rating buster of a River City episode, and that helped me, uh, Rob. So ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want sites to think you're located. So what you can do with that is you open it up, open the app, you select the location. So for example, if you want to see Bosnia has got talent, you find Bosnia, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows slash movies. You can choose from almost a hundred different countries you can supercharge your Netflix subscription with may more, way more content. <laughs> the Dark Knight in Brooklyn Nine-Nine in Canada Netflix. You've got Rick and Morty on France Netflix. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Australia Netflix. There's loads of stuff that gets passed about. In actual fact, for a while there, Insane Fight Club was on the American Netflix. So I don't know if it's still up there just now, but if you can use ExpressVPN to your advantage, I would advise to use it in certain situations like that. This works with any streaming service. Hulu Plus! BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and you can finally access free streaming service, Peacock. Just change your location to the US. What's Peacock? I don't know. You're asking me what a Peacock is? <laughs> I'll tell you is... what a Peacock is. It's a, an exotic bird, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's also a, a streaming service, and I've heard a lot of good things uh-huh. about it. No, I, think it's, um, I think it's really good. Unfortunately, I've not had the time uh, in my week to use Peacock. However, you can use Peacock with ExpressVPN and you can stream in HD absolutely no problem. There's no buffering, no lags, it's compatible with all your devices. You can use it in your phone, laptop, media consoles, smart TVs and many, many more. Well, why? Why should you choose ExpressVPN? Because not only does it change your location, it also encrypts your data and lets you surf the web safely and completely anonymously. 
So, go to expressvpn.com slash wrestling to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash wrestling. That's expressvpn.com slash wrestling. Now, it's that point in the show where we jump in the wrestling Daft Lorian and we beat up, beat up Biff Tannen. He's a character in Back to the Future. He's a big bad guy. As we head back, as Gredo's now no, no seen any films. You've not seen Back to the Future, have you, Gredo? I have not, but I'm sure I've seen something today about this being Back to the Future Day or something like that. We're going to head back to watch a pay-per-view or a match for yesterday. And last week, it was SummerSlam 2005. And here's what you guys had to say about that. Paul said, whoa, and this is a big long screen this week here, this one, right? So I'm going to do Paul's voice, right? So uh, just watched Hogan versus HBK for the first time, probably since seeing SummerSlam 05, man. I'm a nay-way burying a big man, right? I'm a huge fan. I even met him the same morning at Grado, met him, by the way. Bear in mind, Hulk was 52 here, right? Back hip, knee surgeries, so he was limited, right? But what a story they told, man. It was low blows, man. Chairs, multiple F bumps. But added to the drama, you know what I mean? I've got to be honest, is, is, no, is AB, HBK not just selling everybody the way he was expected to sell for Hogan in the 80s and early 90s? You could tell Sean loved playing the chicken shit heel, man. A big man was fucking loving it, man. Posing to the crowd after a big boot and all that. And Sean selling a lead being shot, man. Gets two thumbs up for me, mate. Two legends getting on their shit, man. The crowd loved it. That's what Paul says, Paul. You need to get off that stuff, right? Scott McLeod. Scott McLeod said, 15 years later, we still don't know where the fuck Vicky was in relation to her missing her cue and Eddie shouting, where the fuck is Vicky? I missed that. And David Campbell said, Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels, list this under things you fucking love to see. Hogan's always been a twat who looks after himself, so when he tried to go back in an arrangement, thank fuck it was against the other most petulant man in wrestling. John <laughs> Michaels overselling and mega bumping made this a match to remember, but more importantly, it made it one Hogan will want to forget. I work a beautiful metafiction. What a fantastic statement that is. That was nice. David Campbell says that Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels is a work of beautiful metafiction. That's the best fucking comment anybody's ever made on this programme. What the fuck's metafiction? That's listener of the week, Peter. Because... There's meta levels to it. There's like stuff going on that's oh. like the, the stuff in the background, the stuff we're seeing out front. There's, 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 uh, uh, there's the meta is in play there, mate. And he, uh, that's beautiful work, a beautiful meta fiction. Uh, meta finally, fiction's just like mega fiction. I don't know, is it? No, mate. Finally, we've got a fucking literate listener who has got in touch with us. And David Campbell has got to be a listener of the week after that, mate. He's got to be. He's got to meet B, mate. Um, so. David Hawkney get in touch, gave us a good bit of homework. Right, here he goes. So he said, SummerSlam 2005 overall was a pretty solid card with some memorable moments. For example, Benoit squashing Orlando Jordan in 25 seconds was a shocker given that they'd faced each other in a 10-minute-plus match, a Great American Bash, a month prior. Cena versus Y2J and Batista versus JBL were very respectable world title matches, but unfortunately not instant classics. That honor goes to the main event, albeit for the wrong reasons. Hogan versus HBK had all the makings of something spectacular given Hogan's resurgence for one last big run. However, it was marred by backstage politicking and HBK's overselling of all the Hogan's moves was the most talked about aspect of the show rather than the match itself. Overall, 
a very solid undercard with two great world title matches. However, the main event could have been so much more in the long term had personalities backstage not butted heads with each other. This is David Hockney from SummerSlam 2005. <laughs> <Banking> <laughs> Uh, right, what are we watching next? Are we going to watch this Grado versus a uh, Madman Manson match? Wait, wait, I see, because there might be a lot of horse shit. Find it. Let's no, it won't be horse shit. Don't say that. Let's see if it's, right. let's see if it's available, mate. Mad, available. Madman Manson. Grado. Mad, let's see mad, if it's in the old... Oh, I free match. 12,000. Aye, watch it. Watch that and fuck it. Yeah, because this was also the night where... Uh, me and uh, your pal Tommy entered a double booking, so we had this match. Me and Alistair Black, as he's called now, we had um, we had this show during the day. It started at four o'clock. Me and uh, Manson went on second, and then uh, Tommy End went on third, and we both jumped in a taxi to Gatwick to get the plane up to the Shug's house party, whatever. When I wrestled, um, I think I wrestled Mickey Whitlash and uh, Michelle McManus sang me to the ring so and also that if you look at the boots that i'm wearing this day as well this was a very this was my very first pair of actual wrestling boots that i'd ever got because for years i'd use black lonsdale uh boxing boots but they were nothing like boxing boots they were completely black there wasn't any lonsdale i managed to uh biro pen it out with a sharpie whatever you want to call it so and, and they were cracking man and they were all British wrestling style boots. So this this was my first actual pair of tidy boots, snakeskin if you can see just at the rim and uh, some patent right at the toe. But uh, aye, so I was a wee bit kind of feet running the ropes because it's the first time I'd use them. Just a bit of worthless trivia here for you. But um, you can get it on YouTube, Man Manson versus Kenny. I'm Kido just having, I'm just having a wee bit of it here. It looks great fun, by the way. Thanks, sir. Those two guys enjoying themselves, by the way, there. Those two guys are on the same page. Aye, that's what we've done as well. I'm looking at this wee bit here. We went to do the whole, um, you remember, like, Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania when we just stayed at the crowd side by side? Aye. Oh, man, I might watch this tonight. Fuck it. It's only fucking 10 minutes, mate. It's not like it's going to be your whole night, is it? <laughs> no, man. It's not the fucking... Nah. Watch that. It's not an hour-long time limit. Effort is fucking nine, nine and a half minutes. I think you can manage it. I think you can squeeze it in. Um, it looks good, though, mate. It looks good. I'm speechless. <laughs> Oh, what other comments? Let's have a look. So this was a parody match. <laughs> These guys are too good for WWE, but they play well with Jakara. <laughs> Ruffle, awesome match. All right, okay. ROH buried, don't get it. There you have it. I mean, I the, the, coming the, back, but I'm sure. The comments are good. The comments are good, right, mate. Right, Somebody says this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And that was the greatest 10 minutes I've ever spent watching anything in my life. Fucking that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So you can't argue with that, mate. So that's what we're watching. That's what we're watching, everybody. So get that watched or you'll be in big trouble. That's your homework. Check that out. Uh, Right, it's time to pick listener of the week, Gredo. And I've already said that it's our... um, It's our man, David Camp. I mean... Who did you want to get? I mean, to? I did want. I'm just saying, I like the guy that got bummed off in the domination. But if you want to get to oh, this guy, you just met him. That was a good gin as well. Yeah. The honourable mention to that guy. Oh, man. What are you thinking? God, that's a tough one, isn't it? Gang bang or literacy? You know what? I'm going to go for literacy. I'm going to. It's time to. Right, okay, we need to go a wee bit more highbrow in this show. We're always getting right. it to the guys with the dirty jokes. Trying to get right, me a okay. woman to listen as well, you know what I mean? So. Um, ah, you know. 
Uh, so that's it for this week's show. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us wherever you get your podcast. Remember, we now go twice a week. You can catch us on a Friday and you can catch the Marks podcast on a Tuesday where they get all the special guests and all that kind of stuff. John wins his fantasy book and all that and all that kind of stuff. John John wins that like he's in personal fiefdom, like a tyrant. Also, remember uh, to get on our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling Daphne backslashes or fucking knock fuck out you. Check out the video version on there. And why not buy yourself a t-shirt as well? Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Perfect t-shirts for sitting about the house while the lockdown's on. Uh, you don't want to go to a pub wearing them around like that anyway because people know you're any wrestling or a bit of a beamer. Um, so, uh, anything else to add, Grado? Nah, fuck all, mate. That was a good episode. Really that was a belter, mate. That was a belter in episode. And remember, ladies... If you're out there and you fancy a date with a man Darren, if you want to have an online wrestling daft date with a man Darren, we know we've got women listeners out there for all the jokes we make. Uh, and if you're single and if you want a nice chaperone date, me and Grado will be there to make sure everything runs smoothly. Uh, maybe, <laughs> we, maybe we even put a tie on or something. We'll have a date live on the show, on Zoom, Fair your houses, live on Wrestling Daft, a date where we're just talking about wrestling and stuff like that. I think it would be beautiful. So just let us know if you're interested and we'll get that set up. Uh, Grado, it's your cell, mate. It's up the road to your cell. Up the road, it's your cell. Up the road. It's your... Eleven. 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 He biscuity boy. Nah, he did. He died. Uh, uh, they're all the characters are indeed. Doesn't matter. I'm not fucking resting on my past glories. <laughs> fucking, I'm not resting on my fucking laurels, man. I'm moving forward to new things, mate. I'm going. I'm just. I'm joining a Darren sketch troupe. Um, I'm. Was I? I'm telling your mommy or whatever it was called. Is that what uh, it was called? I'll tell your mom. I'll tell your. Uh, I'll tell your ma or something. Like uh, that. I'm fucking doing that with the young boys now. I'm going with a young team now. Fucking ass. It's over now. It's not even on. They've pulled it off Netflix. Anyway, so we're getting into sorry up the road. It's yourself. Have they pulled it off Netflix? Yeah, have me. They have. When? They buried us, mate. They fucking buried us. Fuck that, man. That's horrible. How did you find out? Did somebody tweet you? Or did you just... The, as a guy from Netflix comes around your house. <laughs> <laughs> knocks on your door first thing in the morning. He's like, I'm very sorry. He's just a quick one, Rob. <laughs> just let you know, mate. Uh, sorry, breakfast tea, Mr. Florence. You sit down and have a cup of tea. You have a cup of tea on. Uh, so I said that's it. Right, let's wrap this up. It's yourself. Right. Okay, right. It's yourself. Pleasure as ever, as ever. And sign up to All our right. Patreon. We need your money to survive. Uh, and Ryan, what a great contribution! Thanks so much for shepherding us through the show. But he's going to get in trouble for no having us doing the RF video shooting of you, which folks, we will get this recorded. Yo. tomorrow or Friday it should, should be available the weekend sign up to our Patreon when you hear this podcast and you'll be able to listen to that show um, within the next few days after that so get signing up to hear me shooting for the hit and I mean everybody better run for cover in the Scottish entertainment industry nobody is fucking safe Michelle McManus um, who else uh, the Crankies, um, who else? I mean, all these people David are nice Biden. people, but I'll hank someday that's bad, right? So get listening to that. And th- Ryan, thanks so much. It was great. Ryan's just desperate Ryan. to go. We're still talking. Ryan is desperate to go. He wants to go and enjoy his evening. He's like, why are these guys no fucking stop doing this show? <laughs> why are the guys no wrap it up? What did you have for your dinner last night? The night, I mean, sorry. Um, well, I've actually not had it yet, but I was going to pick mm-hmm. up later on. I've actually made some dal. You're joking. How weird, some Matt no, Seidel? Yeah, Matt Seidel is in my kitchen now cooking up some dal. Oh, 
That weird. Is... Why did you not just interrupt us and tell us that? That's weird. Could, what a great story. There wasn't a gap what? in the conversation with you, mate. What did you put in your dal? It's uh, there's split lentils, yellow split lentils in it. So it's like a lentil dal. Um, trying to make spices in it, garam masala, aye, all that kind of stuff. I haven't sold that very well, have I? I've not sold the dial very oh, well. No, 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 no. What are you having for your dinner tonight, Gredo? I've already had a sausage casserole, mate, with tatties and, uh, what do you, you call that, white stuff? Cauliflower and broccoli. And What do you have for your dinner? I've not had my dinner yet, mate. I'm going to have my dinner now. You, you better be eating, mate. Are you eating? Of course I'm eating. Fucking kidding, right. man. Okay. It's all I'm doing. It's all I'm fucking okay. doing is eating. Eating, right. drinking wine. Okay. I can fucking stop any time I want, mate. I can stop any time I want. You want right, it, I'm already watching myself on YouTube, right? right Can't you see later? I'll go and watch you on YouTube. Right. <laughs> see you later. Audio Frontier. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.